Happy Tuesday! My name is Alan. And my name is Nick. And welcome into, into the, the dungeon. So we're jumping straight back into this, and Shu Shrubberies was in the side of the road, having found a number of dead bodies strewn across the the forest floor. One of which you noticed seemed to have some sort of claw marks and and burns, which had sort of blistered and bubbled. And you'd also seen like some sort of disturbance in the floor, almost as if something had erupted out of it. And that's exactly where we are. So what's Shu Shrubberies doing? We stop for a bit, kind of look around. Can I make a quick perception check or investigation check of the surroundings if I see anything out of order? Do you want to actively look around, like properly investigate, or are you just having a quick glance of your surroundings? I just want to have a quick glance for now from where we are to see if there's anything hanging around visibly. That's something that I may not have noticed as I got here. Just a double check. Okay, you can give me a perception check. And if it's lower than your passive perception, we'll just use that. Okay, that's a natural one, but I cannot roll natural ones. So, <laughs> oh, your your rolls. <laughs> yeah, this this streak is going on too long. I think. Yep. Well, that's better. That's sixteen plus three, nineteen. Okay, yeah. So as you're looking around, you know, there's nothing that seems to be lurking around, or from where you're standing, nothing out of the ordinary beyond what you can see. These look like woodcutters, which you would imagine was the case this close to the camp now and as you're looking around you do see what looks to be like a pool of almost like a greenish liquid by the body that's closest to you okay so how many bodies am i seeing here you can see eight bodies eight bodies it's gonna be far too many to load up onto the cart right there's not enough space on the cart no okay we move on i don't want to disturb the bodies we're just going to move on into the loggers' camp. So as you guys are now getting closer to the camp, you start to hear the, the sound of rushing water. It sounds like a river, which would make sense, knowing that the loggers' camp is situated next to, to the river that runs through Neverwinter Wood. And you, you continue to follow on the path through the, the woods, which contain a, a mixture of you know, trees that are still standing and the occasional stumps. And you see that the path opens up into a clearing from which you can see the camp itself and you can see the shore of the river. You see that the logging camp spreads along the south shore of this river where a dozen tents are arranged on a sandy beach. You also see that there's a, a small dock reaching out onto the, the actual river itself and behind it stands a cabin with logs stacked under an awning. You can also see a number of older cabins close by that have been torn down leaving only the stone chimneys and foundations. The thing that strikes you the most is that there's a grim silence hanging over the camp and you can't see anyone around. Yeah, they're all dead back there. Obviously. Mm. So from where you're standing at present is about 50-60 feet before you get to the first of these small groupings of tents 
to your immediate left, where the path would actually go into the sandy beach of the of this river, you can see that the six tents sort of circling round what would have been a campfire, and then directly opposite that, which would be to your right as you're looking at the camp, there's another six tents again, sort of surrounding what would have been a, a campfire as well. You can also see that there's a number of sort of crates and boxes and you know tools, general things that you'd expect to see in a, in a logger's camp. And then directly in your line of traveling, because you're, the path that you've taken to get here is coming from the southeast. So if you imagine following that line of sight, that's where the, the pier and the cabin are. So we continue going up to the log house and find a place where I can tether William, you know, leaving some water. And we want to go into the into the log house quietly. Is it night currently? Perhaps I should have uh, reminded you of that at the start of the session. It is night. It's night time. Okay, so... Yeah. Although the moon is starting to break through the clouds now, providing some natural light. And the bonfires or the campfires are unlit. They're off. No fire. That's correct. Okay. So yeah, same thing. We're going to walk up to the log house, tether um, William, and quietly investigate the log house. So as Fagan's leading the way, as he has been through for much of this journey, in front of William on the cart, flanked either side, slightly behind by Fenner and Shrew, with Norbus and Dazzling in between yourselves and Fabian. You approach the first group of tents that was to your left, and suddenly you hear this, this loud <laughs> as the earth starts to, to give way in front of Fabian. Bits of dirt and earth and sand are being spread all over the place as this hulking head bursts through with these large pincer-like appendices on its, on its face, this sharp fang sticking out, followed by these claws as it drags itself out of the ground, looking to you like some sort of large insectoid. And I'm going to have to ask you to roll for initiative. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. What the hell? We're just... Go from one pile of shit to another. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna roll for Shrew first. 21 total. Now for Fenner. Four. And Fabian, seven total. Shall I roll for Norbus, Dazzling, and William as well? Yeah. Okay, Norbus. Nine. Dazzling. Dazzling a total of three. And our friend William. Five. Okay, I'll roll for this large beast that's burst out in front of you. And so Shrew will actually go top of the round. Alright. I'd like to, as a free action, unhitch William and slap him on the bum so he can get away. Or at least unhitch him if I can't slap him. I'm going to have to say that's an action. Because you're going to have to either untie him or cut the ropes. Okay, then no. Um, he can run away with, with the cart if he, if, if he wants to. I'll let you slap his bum, but bearing, I mean, in, bearing in mind he is facing the same direction. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he's probably just gonna run away anyway after after seeing what's just popped out here. So I'll leave him be. I just wanted to make it easier for him to leave. 
but not at the expense of my action. Okay, so I'm going to cast Moonbeam on the beast. And that takes effect when he starts his turn there, yeah? Yeah, that's right. So at present nothing happens. This, you know, you're casting a spell quite poetically with the full moon bursting through the, the clouds. This ray of light is now making its way down onto, onto this beast. Very good. And then as a bonus action, I want to turn into Shubert. You're going to do your bear effects, or it's been a while since you've done them. Um, yeah, you can give it a go. <laughs> no, still don't got it. <laughs> still haven't got it. So yeah, your small halfling form starts hulking up, and you, you know your arms are getting longer, your legs are getting longer, your chest starts puffing out, first <laughs> starts coming everywhere, all over you. These big fangs now coming out from your mouth. These gruesome claws coming out from your your fists or rather your fingers, and you're now there hulking, almost toe-to-toe in size with this beast. But why do you say gruesome claws? I'm just a bear. Bears have claws. But they're not gruesome. You described it like I was uh, some kind of I, beast. I don't know, does, does Shrew turn into a bear at night and sort of you know, give himself a manicure? or? No, but he's not gruesome, he's a cuddly bear. <laughs> he's vicious, but he's cuddly. Okay, so... So he's more poo bear than... Yeah. <laughs> True bear. True bear. Okay, so I walk up to this beast. What do I want to do? What is it that I want to do? Well, you've already used your action to cast a spell and your bonus. Oh yeah, that's right. So, yeah, you're right. I don't have any more actions. So yeah, I want to end my turn there, like, in its face. Okay. So, you can't quite get right in its face because it's directly in front of of Fabian as it bursts out of the ground, but you are in hand-to-hand combat range with him. That will do. And it is this beast's turn. So first off, he's going to have to make a save throw on the Moonbeam, because he started his turn there. Constitution. That's a total 14 to save. (sighs) Yes, he saves, he saves, but he takes half damage. So that's 2d10 radiant damage halved. Let's go, let's go! (sighs) One is very good, the other is poor. So 0 and 2, 0 being 10. So 12 total halved to 6 damage. So this creature recoils slightly as it feels this tickle of the moonbeam coming down on him. And as you stand in there sizing up your opponent, you see that it opens up its mouth wide and this gurgling noise, gut-wrenching, you know, completely guttural. And then suddenly this acidic smell fills the air and I'm going to need Fabian and William no. to make a saving Don't do film. this. Don't do this to William. It's a dexterity saving throw for both of you. For William and Fabian? Yeah. Okay, Fabian first. Oh my. Four plus one, five. Okay, and William? What's William's dexterity? William's dexterity? Plus six. Zero. Damn. Oh my. Seven. Bye-bye, William. Okay, so both of you have failed. Both of them. Sorry, both of them have failed. So Fabian and William both take 11 acidic damage. Come on, William, please. And you hear this loud... As William looks panic-stricken, his hide is sort of, you know, almost like melting off from this acid that's just hit him. Fabian screaming out in pain as well. You can hear the fizzing and bubbling of flesh and smelling this really pungent acidic smell that it smell like William s- steak William looks shook his eyes are 
open wide. You can sense that he's on his last legs here. Oh my, but he made it. Well, uh, I'm suddenly getting hungry, but... (laughs) (laughs) The smell of beef. Yeah. (laughs) But stay, stay with us. Stay with us. You're going to be fine. And with that, it's over to Norbus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I I was controlling Norbus on... Yeah, yeah. And and, uh, Dazzling last time. Just get the hell out of there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Norbus is going to turn and remembering the words that you told him last time, he's just going to retreat a safe distance. What what words were that? Uh, You told him if there was danger by the tree to sort of take William and get out. But there's no space right now for... For him to turn the cart around with William, so he's he's going his full movement. He's actually going to take a dash action. Nice. He's going to move to to safety. Well done, Nobus. And now it's over to Fabian. Ooh, Fabian, man. Okay, Fabian is just going to try and attack this beast, get a bit of revenge right now, or not. Fourteen to hit. That just hits. Ooh, come on, Fabian. So it's going to attack with his sword, but he's holding his shield up. Okay. So it's a one-handed attack. That's a total of seven damage. So Fabian slashes across his face, catching his pincers, and his head sort of recoils ever so slightly. But he looks he looks a bit pissed now. <laughs> that just pissed him off, okay. Um, Fabian, seen as that's not doing much, wants to take an action surge. Okay. So he's going to again roll his attack. That hits, that's 16, that's yep, 3, so 19. Same as before, seven damage. Okay, so now this creature looks... Looks quite hurt. Really? And quite enraged. Mm, nice. Is Fabian doing anything else? Fabian is not doing anything else. He's just staying there for now. Okay, so it's over to Fena. Fena is going to walk up to Fabian and cast Cure Wounds on him. So as a reminder, now Fena can actually cast level 2 spells, thankfully. And she's going to do just that. Cast a level 2 spell Cure Wounds. So that's 2d8. Nice. Okay, that's an 8 and a 1, plus 3, so 12 total. So Fabian's back up to full health now. Yes! Is Fenna doing anything else? She's going to walk back. She could have cured. She could have cured William. (laughs) She could have cured William, poor William. But she's going to walk back to William and try and calm him down. Okay, we say that's uh, story-wise and not an actual animal handling check. Yeah, just with her presence. Just like, you know, she's just going to be there beside him. It's now William's turn. He's looking... Quite panic-stricken, even with Fenner beside him. He's going to try and move, but because he's panicking, I'm going to roll a d8 and see in what direction. He's going to try and, and skedaddle out of there. Hopefully it's not towards <laughs> the thing that's scaring him. Okay, so he's actually going to almost follow the path, because he's fa- it actually makes quite quite a bit of sense, because he's it's the, the direction which the path is going. So he's not going to go directly towards this creature, but he is going to move to the west of him. And as William and this and his cart, you know, is sort of bundling along, he doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity because he just manages to, to squeeze past without getting within this creature's range. Good. But as he's making his way for the camp, sort of barging into the tent that's closest to you, and then he bundles and the cart is sort of almost, um, you know, almost rolling over onto its side. You hear the ground shifting and giving way again in a familiar sense. No! And, no. You, and you see William. another one of these no. enormous creatures no, break on. out in front of him. What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me? Oh my. And with that, it's over to Dazzling. Dazzling, having seen this 
second creature burst out and seeing the Norbuses run off, he's going to do the exact same thing, remembering the instructions that you had given to him as well. And that now takes us to this new creature that's just seen dinner run straight at him. And you see it coming down with his claws on William. And William is shaking as he is and kind of off balance with the, the cart behind him. His giant claws reach out, swoop down. And in his panic and his shuffling from side to side, he just manages to dodge the attack. <laughs> oh, William. Yes, yes. He lives another day. For how long? We but shall he, see. He lives another round, at Another least. round. And with that, it's over to Shrew. Who would have said uh, Nox is so nimble? Okay. Shrew. Shrew. What are you gonna do? Hey, Shrew. Hey, Shrew. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Hey, Shrew. The beast no gimme no break. <laughs> <laughs> what shall I do? Let me see. I'm just gonna attack the creature that's in front of me. I, I wanted to go and defend William, but I mean, I should save us first. So yeah, I'm gonna attack the creature that's in front of me first with my claws. Uh, here we go. That's 13 to hit. That is not hit. So then I'm gonna go with my bite and try and bite it. Which does not hit either. A three plus five, eight. So you swipe with your claws. They glance off this this large insect-like creature's tough outer shell. And similarly, you try to bite into it, perhaps expecting it to be a little softer than it is. And your, your teeth sort of don't sink in. You see it turn its head towards you. Is that the end of your turn? Or is Shrew doing something else? And that's the end of my turn. Okay, so yeah, his head turns towards you. And he's going to have to make another constitution saving throw. That's right. And that again is a 13 plus 1. Oh, come on. So half damage. Okay, that's a seven and a three, ten, half to five. So he feels this, again, the scorch burning down on him. I'm going to ask you to roll a d6 as well. Me? Yeah. That's a two. Okay, so he's going to now, he's sort of seen this hulking bear next to him try to bite and slash him. He's turned his attention to, to Shrew. He's going to try and bite him back. Mm. That's an 18 plus, yeah, but I assume it hits. Yeah, that hits all day, every day. Ooh. Ooh, no. Ooh. Ooh, no. Shrew takes 10 slashing damage Ooh. as it bites into to your fur and gets a good chunk out of your shoulder. So that's 10 slashing damage, and as he bites in, you feel this burning sensation as well. Uh. And the smell of burning flesh mixed with this acidic, sulfury sort of smell in the air as well. <coughs> you take an additional 2 acidic damage. <coughs> And as you're recoiling in pain from this attack, you hear this movement again of the earth. And you see that this creature burrows its what? way back into the hole where it came from. Dastardly creatures. Does he provoke an attack of opportunity as he does that? I would imagine he does because he's moving out of your range. So both Fabian and you would have the reaction. Really? That's good to know. Okay, so I'll go first with Shrew. Yeah, yeah, that's better. 15 plus 5, 20 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. That that would be with my claws, I imagine. That's 2d6 plus 4. That's a total of 12 damage. You hear it shriek in pain. It looks quite wounded now as it's slithering its way back into the, the hole it came from. Its head just poking out of the hole as it's burrowing down. Over to Fabian and his reaction. Come on, Fabian, chop it off. Clean off. That's 12 total. So as Fabian swings his sword, 
He just misses as the head of this creature pops beneath the surface. And you see that as it's burrowing back into the ground, the dirt and the, the soil and sand is sort of covering the hole as it's going down. He got away. That takes us over to Norbus, who you can't see anymore. And then over to Fabian. Fabian wants to run up to the other beast and attack that one. That's an 18 plus 5 to hit. Yeah, that hits. For a total of 8 damage. Okay, is Fabian doing anything else? He's staying right there. If he can, he wants to get between William and the beast. Well, he can get alongside. You can only occupy the same space for an attack, and then you have to shimmy across. Okay. So yeah, Fabian's sword slashes across the abdomen of this beast. It recoils in anger as his head now turns towards this human in front of him. So with that, it's over to Fenner. Fenner's going to cast a level 1 cure wounds on William because he deserves it. He's brought us all the way here. He's going to take us back. Actually, make it level 2. Doubling down. We're going to save him. We're all in. Okay, not too bad. That's 10 plus 3. 13. 13. 13 So yeah, William's back up to full health now. Yeah, come on, William. Get out of there this time, please. That's Fenner's second and last level 2 spell, right? Yeah, that's correct. She has another two level 1 spells. She's got four level 1 spells. Oh, nice. Okay, we still got juice. And with that, it's William's turn. And I'm going to do the same again. I'm going to roll to see what direction he's going to try and run in. Did the cart get knocked off him? It's still on him. Mm -hmm. Okay. It actually works really well. William's going to barge through this tent and you see that (laughs) you see now this ox sort of running in panic it's confused doesn't know what's going on here one second he was burning and he was going to be dinner for this hulking creature then he suddenly feels rejuvenated with this strange energy that he can't comprehend and he turns to his left and he just starts running through this tent which he takes clean off its pegs so you're now seeing a blinded William oh, well. with cart and tent. And actually, I'm going to ask you to make a dexterity saving throw for William. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, poor William. Five. Five. So, yeah, you're hearing this commotion. Everybody's head sort of turns and sees this this strange scene unfolding before them as you sort of hear... And this almighty crash of tent, cart and ox sort of roll into one. And William's knocked over prone. Did he get somewhat away from the beast at least? Well, yeah, actually, he's he's away from the beast. And as he's running, the beast is going to have an attack of opportunity on him. Oh, why did I even mention it? Which again misses. Oh, ho, 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 William, you dashing fella. Quick, quick, quick as a flash, this William. Quick as a flash, but it's now over to the second hulking creature. No. Whose glance momentarily turned to William. No. And seeing this this poor defenseless Leave him alone. Ox sort of rolled up in this this tent now. Pigs in a blanket. Pig in a blanket. Pig. Well, um, <laughs> ox in a blanket. Ox in a blanket, yeah. He turns his gaze back to to Fabian. Oh, good. And again you see this creature's mouth open up, this smell of sulfur and acid oh, fill in the air, this guttural sound. And suddenly this spray firing out from its mouth. And I'm going to need Fabian and Shrew to take a dexterity saving throw. Mm, Okay. Okay. Fabian first. Come on, Fabian. Damn! (laughs) That's four plus one, five. Okay. And Shrew? I don't even want to roll anymore. I give up. No, no, don't give up. 
Two fives. Both of you are going to take the full brunt of this acidic damage as you feel it burning your flesh for a total. Be gentle. Of eight acidic damage each. No, not too bad. I was, I was expecting much worse. But still, still hurts. And with that, it's over to Shrew. I want to use my bonus action to heal up a bit using my combat wild shape. And that's 1d8. But I need to expend a spell slot. Okay. That's just a measly free. Free HP. Okay, and is Shrew moving? I want to move towards the creature that's attacking Fabian and try and bite it. Can I move between it and William? Yeah, because William managed to take the tent with him a little while before he collapsed. All right, so I want to stop there and slash down with my claws. And that's an 18 plus 5 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right, all right. I've surprised myself. Two sixes plus four, so 16 damage. Okay. And then I want to proceed with my bite. I want to expend the daily use of my clockwork amulet, which means I roll a 10 plus five, which is 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. And there we go. Back to my old ways. A one, one plus four, five damage. So you're slashing this creature with your claws right across its face. It puts up one of its clawed pincer arms to defend itself and Shrew bites deep into its arm again, recoiling in, in pain and shrieking. Is Shrew doing anything else this turn? No, I'm just staying there. Okay, so as you're now facing down this beast, to your right is Fenner, next to the the torn-down tent that Wil- Wilbur, William has uh, dragged off with him. And you hear the ground starting to give way right underneath her. And you hear, Shrew! Fagan! Give me a dexterity saving throw oh, for Fenner. Oh, that's a total of five. So as the ground shifting and moving beneath her, Fenner falls prone as this hulking creature bursts through the ground in front of her, seeing her now lying helpless on the ground. You see its claws reaching down towards her, and almost overconfident in its delight at seeing this gnome lying on the floor helpless. Its pincers reach towards Fenner. Fenner just managing to roll out of the way as its claws make contact with the ground. Oh, wow, nice one, Fenner. Uh, you have been being small ha- has its advantages. Yeah, for sure. Although Wilbur's not exactly small, and he's he's managed to dodge two hits now from from this hulking beast. Yeah, because Wilbur's quick. Wilbur, no, William. Sorry, William. <laughs> William is quick, quick as a flash. That's over to Norbus, who again you can't see. He's out of sight, and that's over to Fabian. So the creature appeared next to Fabian as well, yeah? Yeah. He's within reach, so Fabian is going to turn around without moving from the place he's at and attack the creature that just attacked Fenner, or tried to attack Fenner, rather. Okay. That's a four plus five, nine. Yeah, that misses. As he hears this commotion behind him and hears Fenner scream, turning to see her roll out of this beast's pincers lunging at her, he violently slashes his sword almost in a blind rage but he's not focused and his sword completely misses its target fortunate is Fabian doing anything else? nope nope he's staying right there and that takes us to Fenner so Fenner Fenner now having leveled up as well has learned Guiding Bolt which is a very nice 46 radiant damage I believe yeah you need to roll to hit though yeah yeah that's a 15 plus 5 20 to hit yeah, definitely hits. Yes. Now you're going to get a taste 
And I'm imagining she's hitting this this one that just bursts out in front of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah just the one just in front of her. Can you hear my dice shaking? There's 46 in my hands. Here we go. Oh, Fena, you baby, you beautiful gnome. You got three sixes and a four. You care to do the maths for me? I see. Saucy, 22 damage. Oh, Fena, you're bringing in the pain. Yeah, this radiant blast emits from her fingertips and you hear this shriek and this glow of light and suddenly there's bits of this creature <laughs> flying all over the camp that's right he's down that's right you don't mess with fenner nice one fenner doing anything else other than feel very smug no she's just staying there okay so it's over to william <laughs> all right you tell me and william's gonna try and get up i'm gonna ask you to, to make an athletics check for william what could go wrong that's a 10 plus 4, 14. 14. Okay, so William manages to, to get up on his feet. 10 and all. And he's going to try again. He's He can't see where he's going. Even less so now with the, the tent covering his face. So yeah, William's going to keep going in the same direction that he was doing before. Dragging tent and all with him as he's making his way into the woods. Right. Good. It wasn't into the lake. No, no. The lake's on the, on other, the other side. side. Uh, not lake, sorry. River. The river's on the other side, yeah. Well, that's over to Dazlin, which again, you, you can't see. He's well out of sight by now. I hope they haven't been surprised by another of these creatures. So it's over to the second of these creatures. I'm going to ask you to roll a d6 for me. That's a six. A six, okay. So this creature again opens its mouth wide. These guttural noises now getting louder as it's more enraged, having taken quite a bit of damage. And this stench of sulfur and acid again fills the air. I'm going to need Fabian to take a dexterity saving throw. Total of 14. Okay, so he manages to save that. Yes. And for once, the tables have turned. There's a DM that has rolled quite poorly. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So that's four acidic damage halved Ooh, to two. Oh, just two. But a mere scratch, a little burn, a little acid burn. And with that, it's over to Shrew. Now as my bonus action, I'm going to move the moonbeam over this remaining creature for now and then I'm gonna slash and I'm gonna miss with a four so with Shu concentrating on moving his moonbeam across and at the same time trying to slash with his claws he manages to successfully move the moonbeam but his his swipes with the claws completely miss this creature I then will follow that with a bite 18 that hits total of 7 damage with your teeth sinking into this this beast, it shrieks again, and it sort of goes limp for a second before raising up again. But it looks seriously hurt now. Oh, he was gone. With that, it goes to Norbus, and now over to Fabian. Fabian smirks at the pitiful damage this creature just dealt to him, and he's gonna slash his sword across its chest, and he's gonna miss. <laughs> <laughs> Six plus five, eleven. Yeah, uh, Fabian was a little cocky there. Mm -hmm. And his sword, again, swung in, not in rage this time, but in, as you said, in, with that cocky swagger, just catches the air. Fabian wants to activate his second wind as a bonus action. That's a 7 plus a 4. That's an 11 total of healing for Fabian. So yeah, Fabian's back up to full health again. Good. And he's just going to stay there. It's now with Fana. 
Athena feeling quite powerful and proud of herself. He's going to repeat. He's going to cast Guiding Bolt and hit the remaining creature. Or try to hit. That's a total of eight. Smugness and cockiness. Isn't paying off. Isn't paying off at all. this battle. As her Guiding Bolt bolts off into the distance. <sighs> it's now over to William, who's gallivanting off into the forest with this tent still wrapped around him. I'm going to ask you to make another dexterity saving throw for him. That's a four plus zero. So you hear in the woods this again as you know you can only imagine that William has again bundled over with cart and all and as you you turn your heads to see the commotion you're seeing all the supplies that you brought from Fandolin strewn across the the forest floor now. (laughs) No. Well, to be fair, they're not going to need it. <laughs> it's over to Dazzling. <laughs> where, where is Dazzling? And now it's over to Shrew. Shrew's just going to, again, direct all its attention, his attention to the creature right in front of him, and attack with slashing claws. Uh, that's a four. Plus five, nine. Hit. No, that does not hit. Damn it. So again, your claws just catch air at this point. Whoosh. Alright, so now follow up with a bite again. It's an 11 plus 5. That will hit. Nice. And that's a total of 10 damage with a bite. 10 damage with a bite. How is Shrew going to lay the smack down? Yeah. So Shrew is getting a bit hungry after smelling that oxen meat, charred oxen meat. And even so, the bear meat <laughs> emanates from himself. From uh, a druid that's protecting the wild yeah, and, and yeah, claims know. to be a vegetarian other than sausages. Yeah, well, old habits die hard. I'm trying. I'm trying to change. I'm trying to change, one step at a time. But yeah, um, I'd like to pounce on the creature, just for flavor. And like, like if it was a dance, like if I was dancing with a creature, I'm, I'm pouncing on its chest, standing up on my hind legs, and I just wanna. If I'm going in for for a hickey. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually ripping that mama's throat out. Nice. So roll me a performance check. No, no, no. <laughs> we're dancing. Roll for seduction. No, no. All right, we're dancing under the moonlight. Roll me a d8. D8. That's a four. So this hulking beast, as you bite it, sort of slumps onto you as you give it this, this hickey of sorts. Hickey of death. You rip off its throat and it just sort of slumps on you, claws and all. But because it's the same size as you, you sort of just brush it off and it collapses to the floor beside you. Yes. I managed to go through a fight without being knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That one felt good. That extra power. Oh yeah, that helped quite a lot. What on earth were those things? Fabian, I don't think he can speak when he's in that ferocious, cuddly bear. And hearing that, I poof back into Shrew. Oh, sorry, yes. I forgot. Um, I don't know what they were, but uh, it's pretty clear that this is what killed those poor souls back there in the forest. Yeah, I, I saw some of that acid spray, whatever that on earth that was, strewn across the the body that was closest to the road. 
Yes. Never seen one of these before. Neither have I. And they had also burrowed. Hold on. And I run towards the way William had run to. And I'm trying to calm him down and bring him back. Okay, give me an animal handling check. Total of 11. So hearing your voice and feeling your touch through the tent, you feel William sort of respond to you. He's a bit calmer now, but he's, he's still a bit fidgety with this tent all over him and the cart still on its side, trapping in, in between the, the tent and on the ground. There, there. And I take a while to kind of unhitch him from the cart and take the tent off. Okay. So yeah, William's back on his feet. I go back to my party. Well, have you found anything of use? Well, we've just been stood here waiting for you to, to come back. Should we call for Norbus and Dazlin? Hmm, I forgot about them. Yes, we should call. Norbus! <laughs> Dazzling! Come back here. Do you hear me? I'm sure they're just around the corner, hiding behind a, a tree. Norbus! You, you don't hear anything yet. Okay, I tell you what. Let's all go together. I, I don't I don't fancy meeting any more of these creatures by ourselves. So you're moving in the direction that that they run to, yeah. That they run to. And you I assume you're calling out yeah. for them. It says you're calling out after after you move about a hundred, hundred and twenty feet down the, the path. You do hear a Shroo Yes, yes, over here. You're right. Yes, how about you guys? Aye aye, we're, we're here. Good. Right. And from the, the trees you see Dazzler and Norbus walking out a bit shaken with their hammers and picks in hand. Put those away. You're going to get yourself hurt. What the hell was that thing? We, we don't know. We don't know. Let's go back. Let's, let's check the encampment out. Let's see if we find any information. So you guys are back in the camp. Exactly where where you were when you first arrived. At the opening to this first groupings of tents. Want to do a quick investigation check of these beasts, these creatures. Just to see if I find anything on them or anything that I can learn from them. Okay, roll an investigation check. That's a 14. Okay, so as you're searching through these creatures, you know that they're not really carrying anything. They're more creatures of the wild than... Than enemies like orcs or goblins or you know um, creatures that would make use of tools or weapons or carry things like gold with them and as you're searching for the bodies you, you notice that where the first one that bursts through you catch a glimpse of some sort of glass-like material that seems to have been brought up from the dirt or maybe brought down from the tents that were around you see this file with this red liquid inside that you've, you've come to know quite well on your travels. And as you pick it up, knowing fully well what this is now, you hold it up into the, the moonlight, and you see the label on it, which reads, Gonzo Jeremiah's General Supplies. And you found a potion of healing, kindly donated by one of our Buy Me A Coffee sponsors. Nice. Nice. Thank you very much. Much needed potions. Before I forget, I'm going to hand this to Fenner, and the other one I had, I'm going to hang it to Fabian. Okay. I want to now divert my attention to the log cabin. Very well, so you're moving through this sort of 
encampment area towards the, the cabin. Yeah. Are you going in the same order that you walked in? Yeah, that's right. But I'm taking William. I'm slightly further behind Fabian at this point, and I'm pulling William. Where's Fen in this? Where she was before, on the left-hand side of William, and behind Norbus or Dazzling. Dazzling would be, or Norbus would be in the middle, Fabian and I kind of in front. But with Fabian having some distance, you said? Yeah, Fabian is leading. This time he's not directing William, I am. So as you're making your way for this tent area, you can see like the, the ruins of this old cabin directly in front of you. Before you get there, again you hear this familiar movement of earth and sand and rubble. And, <sighs> and directly in front of Fabian, another one. another one of these beasts erupts directly in his line of sight. I'm going to have to ask you all to roll for initiative. Oh my god. For sure, that's 13. Okay. Fena, 11. Fabian, 2. Norbus, 5. Dazzling, 3. And William, 9. Okay, so this creature is actually going to start the round. Oh, damn. And like you've seen a few times now, its mouth opens wide as this acidic smell now familiar to you, fills the air. This guttural sound coming from deep within its belly. I'm going to need Fabian, Shrew, and William to make dexterity saving throws. <sighs> Not William. We've gone through all this for you today now, William. Okay, Shrew. 17 plus 2, 19. Fabian. 17 plus 1, 18. And William. <laughs> 11. Okay, so... So Fabian and Shrew will take four damage, acidic damage, as you feel that burning sensation again of acid hitting you. And William's going to take eight acidic damage as you you hear him again. William looks quite hurt. Again. And with that, it's over to Shrew. Okay, I'm going to run up to this creature now. Not run, you know, I'm just, I'm going to walk to it. And I want to position myself in a way where a 15 cube, a 15 foot cube would not affect Fabian. I wanna... Okay. And I wanna cast Thunderwave as a level 2 spell. Nice. Well, last time it went poorly. Let's see. Let's <laughs> this, see this time. This time you're not catching Fabian in your, yeah. your line, so... So it's a 2d8 thunder damage, but I get an extra 1d8 because it's a level 2 spell. Okay, and what save did I have to do for that? Constitution. That's a 14 plus 1. Bastard. So he saves. That's half damage, yeah? Half damage, yeah. And doesn't get pushed back. Nope. <sighs> okay, that's not, not very good. That's a total of 11, halved down to 5. Yeah, 5 damage. <sighs> On a level 2 spell. What a piece of crap. So yeah, this thunderous wave breaks the silence in the camp. As he turns to see the small halfling that's made all this noise, his gaze now fixed firmly on Shrew. And as he's looking at me, I use my bonus action to turn into Shrewbear. And with that, it's over to Fenner. Fenner kind of... <sighs> exasperates. <laughs> and she places a hand on William and casts another Cure Wounds. That's a total of nine healing. So yeah, William's back up to full health. Good. Fenner doing anything else? Yes, she will move away from William slightly. About ten feet away from him. In what direction, sorry? To the left of him. Okay. Incidentally, it's William's turn. (laughs) 
and having taken that acidic damage again, but now feeling this healing surge coming through him, he feels quite reassured and he's just going to stay put. He knows you guys are going to look after him. Okay. Now it's over to Dazzler and Norbus, and they're going to move away, but not fully, knowing that their friends have taken care of at least one of these. Or rather, they know now that you've taken care of two of these, seeing the bodies strewn across the floor, and seeing that there's only one now. They're just going to move their, their movement range away to the the opening of this camp, and they're just going to stand there and, and watch, I guess. So it's over to Fabian. Okay, Fabian is going to slash down with his sword. He's going to drop his shield, though, and, and go at this with two hands. Total of 13. That does not hit. So he drops his shield on the ground. You hear this clang. He grasps his sword with both hands, swipes viciously again. And in a similar manner to his last attempts in the preceding battle, his blade tastes nothing but air. This beast now seeing that this human has tried to attack it, and seeing this enormous bear beside him, he turns his attention firmly back on Fabian. I'm going to ask you to roll me d6. I think I rolled a 6 last time and it wasn't good news. This is a 6 again. Okay, so again, you hear this guttle noise as his jaws open wide. You know what's coming. I'm going to ask you to roll a dexterity saving throw for Fabian and William. William should have moved. Dumb ox. That was for Fabian. Natural 20. And for William a 2. Okay, so Fabian takes 7 acidic damage, but poor William takes the full brunt of it at 15 damage as you hear the and he collapses Fuck. on his side idiot. I think this might be the first time I ever have to roll death saving through for an ox <laughs> <laughs> so if it's Shrew Shrew is gonna slash down on this creature which is now starting to irritate him and will continue to do so as I've rolled a 3 that's with your claws, yeah? Yeah, that's with my claws, and I'll follow that up with a bite. Which is another 30. <laughs> Back to your old ways. Yeah. So yeah, you, you slash down with your claws, your claws glancing off the, the hard shell that this creature has. Your teeth again try to slash down, but he sort of brushes your, your head aside with his claws or pincers. Is Shrew doing anything else? No, no, I'm staying there. So it's a Fena. Oh. Fena is going to, quite audibly swearing, walk up to <laughs> w- William and place her hand on William's head and cast a final healing spell. That's Fena's last healing slot. Uh, mm. Spell slot, sorry. Yeah, exactly. She normally doesn't swear. You won't, you won't hear Fena swear. What is she saying? A lot. She's saying F-bombs, left, right, and center. <laughs> and they're directed to, to William, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Effing ox. That's a total of eight plus three, 11 healing. So her magical energy fills William with this life force again. As you hear, <laughs> <laughs> his eyes open and his tongue sort of recoils back into his mouth. What an idiot. <laughs> Is Fenner doing anything else? Can she carry on walking but pulling William or William is on the floor? Yeah, yeah William's prone at the moment. Yeah, okay, she's going to stay there next to, to William. Okay. Norbus and Dazzlin are just stood there with their eyes open wide, not believing what they're seeing here. They're going to move a little further away from the commotion. What part are they believing? The part where Fena is wasting all her healing on a, on a, <laughs> on a cow? 
just seeing this creature spits this acidic thing, seeing William collapse in front of them, seeing Fenner rush to William's aid, it's all a little confusing to him. It's over to Fabian. Fabian, slightly embarrassed from his last miss, is going to try and slash this creature. That's better, that's 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's a total of 9 damage. So this time his strike swings true with his sword slashing into the abdomen of this large creature. And incidentally, it's his turn. I'm going to ask you to roll that d6 for me again. <sighs> this is why I roll high again. Four. Okay. So this time you see him, his the pincers on the side of his mouth open wide, and he starts lunging down towards Fabian. That's a 20 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that hits. So Fabian takes seven slashing damage as he feels the almost the, the full force of this pincer digging deep into him. Okay, that's two sevens he's taken already. And as he's shrieking out in pain from this clamp, he also feels this burning sensation as he takes a further six acidic damage. <sighs> and you see that he's firmly caught in this monster's grip now. Fabian is grappled. Oh no. So it's true. I'm just gonna try again and slash down with my claws. Hope to make contact, but that's the third three in a row. So I don't. And then I'm gonna proceed to bite. 18 plus 5. Yeah, that hits. Total of 8 damage with a bite. Okay, so you see this creature looks quite hurt now. And so it's a Fenner. Assuming Shu's not doing anything else. No, Shu's not doing anything else. Fenner is moving away from William again for 10 feet. She's gonna direct a sacred flame at the creature. That's 20. So you save the dexterity, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, there's no damage there. Nope. It's just a cantrip. He's fully focused on, on Fabian that's dangling from its pincers at the moment. It's over to William now. William. Get! Get, William! Get! Get! Charge, 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 charge. So William now, knowing that he's in serious peril. Charge him, William. William's going to make his way towards Dazzle and Norbus. Should have done that before. Usually cow. <laughs> it's over to Dazzle and Norbus, who stay put, seeing William now stood beside them. And it's over to Fabian, who's grappled. He's going to try and break that grapple. Okay, so give me either an acrobatics or athletics check. It's an athletics check, because he's stronger. Well, what do you know? It's two plus three, five total. So yeah, he remains well and truly grappled by this creature's pincers. <laughs> and that's his action, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Glorious. So this creature with Fabian in his grasp is going to bite down on him again. Yeah, that hits us a 17 to hit. And Fabian takes 7 slashing damage and an additional 6 acidic damage for a total of 13. Yeah, Fabian is not looking good. Yeah, Fabian's definitely not looking good. He's looking quite limp now in this mm. this creature's grasp. Mm. And it's over to Shrew. Shrew's gonna attack again. This time, he's gonna bite first. Get that crappy roll out of the way. 14 plus 5, 19. That hits. 7 plus 4, total of 11 damage. Okay, this creature looks quite hurt now. His grasp on Fabian seems to momentarily loosen ever so slightly, but it clamps down again on it. As I see, he's wavering and he's starting to lose his grip on Fabian. I'm going to try and go for the killing blow with a slash. And that's a 17 plus 5. That does it. That's going to do it. Come on. Ugh. 
Oh, yeah, that's a poor roll, but hopefully it's enough. That's three plus one, four and four, eight total damage. That just does it. Whoa. How shrew doing it this time? As shrew bit the creature's arm and saw that he momentarily loosened the grip on Fabian, he took that opportunity and slashed right across its face, breaking both his pincers. And as he's crumbling down, I would like to position myself so that Fabian falls on me. Are you reaching out your other arm from the slash <laughs> to try and, and grab him? No, I'd, I'd like him to mount me. <laughs> like a majestic steed. Okay, give me a, an acrobatics check for Fabian. <laughs> okay. Fifteen. Okay, so as this beast loosens its grip on on Fabian, he's had him held up high and he's at his full height while he's been munching down on him. He loosens the grip. The beast starts to collapse. Fabian starts to fall. But given the way that you've positioned yourself, and as he's falling, sees the opportunity to land and straddle your back. Yeah, and I start walking in a sort of canter. Like, you know, like those <laughs> show horses that start walking sideways. I wish you guys could see the movements that Alice gave me here. That kind of... Like a show pony. Yeah, like a show pony. Like he's, I'm walking sideways, like towards my fellows. Hopefully not disturbing another of these creatures as I do so. Nothing, Nothing happens yet. So yeah, that brings this battle to an end. Again. <laughs> Again. And I think I'm going to say that that brings tonight's episode to an end as well. We won't find out what's in that log cabin. It's taken us two hours to walk there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's... It's been a good fight for once for me in, in, the, in the sense that I haven't died. And I've felt I've been in control of the fight. At times it was hairy, especially... Seeing as I wanted to keep poor, poor old William alive. But it's, it's been an enjoyable fight. <laughs> I haven't been stressing as much as the, other, <laughs> the last two. Other than with William. Yeah, well, with William, yeah. What a fool. So yeah, quite, a, quite an interesting fight with these strange creatures. What are they doing here? What are they doing here? Disturbed, no doubt, by the dragon. And are there any survivors in this camp? Hmm. We'll see when we get to the cabin in the next two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've still got the, the two tents areas to explore and yeah, the docks. And uh, yeah, I'm not going anywhere near any of that stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I really hope you, you enjoyed that episode as much as we have. Don't forget to check us out on i2td.com. All the links to the good stuff are there. We've got our Discord server. Come and join us there and join our growing community. We've also got our Patreon and buy me a coffee pages as well those of you who have already do kindly donated a potion perhaps you've spotted where they've been thrown into the campaign yeah and for those of you who may be considering becoming a patron we've started to launch exclusive behind the scenes videos so check out our video on patreon sorry on youtube which explains the kind of content that's there and check them out we hope that it's your cup of tea and that you'll enjoy them yeah, and for those of you that don't fancy or cannot subscribe to to any of the tiers, we'll still be uploading videos to to YouTube. For example, the the like the sped up setting up of our 
little studio here and stuff like that. We'll keep updating YouTube as well so that you guys can have some video content, behind the scenes content as well. But the majority of it will go to our patrons in a show of thanks for the support. Yeah, and that brings us nicely now to the last one standing. Yeah. You know what to do by now. This is episode 19. If you don't know what this is, like I've said before, what are you doing here? Go back, rewind, rewind and, and listen on. See what you've been missing out on. And today's password for you hearty dungeon delvers is pest. Hmm. Very appropriate. These, these creatures were indeed pests. So yeah, use that in a comment on Discord or anywhere you want on our social medias. Just remember to tag us. And soon we have a video scheduled where we'll be going through the... Those of you who have been commenting the password to see us go through all these wonderful comments that have made us laugh and the amazing artwork and memes that have also been coming our way. And without further ado, we bid you farewell and hope that you join us next time as we delve into, into the, the dungeon. dungeon.